0: you've got a compelling story that you do already share that if you want to spin off something like we did with the spring cleaning if it's a timely part of the year like that do something like that also guys some of the benefit of doing this is it might not be good morning america or some huge magazine placement or something but every little one matters and once you've been on a radio show or a magazine locally you can take their logo and put it on your website and as seen on or featured on. And that's building your social proof. That's another testimonial basically that when people may not recognize your brand, but when they see the magazine or the news station locally, they recognize that brand and they see that you were featured on that brand that they trust. Now they're going to trust you way more. And that slow build of building your rapport, that reputation, that branding that you have, doesn't happen right away, but it's like the more placements you get, the more you keep doing this. Eventually, you're going to be this powerhouse. They know who you are. They've seen your thing one way or another. And that's what builds a really strong brand.
1: Grow your cleaning business. Make more money. Have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Profit Cleaners you are in the place to be learning from the top 1% of cleaning business owners around the world to up-level your game, take it to the next level, and win. And I am Brandon Shane, your host. I'm joined by my co-host,
1: Brandon Kyrie. I'm at home. I'm eating lunch.
0: Yeah, Brandon's eating lunch here and getting over the holidays and getting back in the game a little bit because it's been a crazy last few weeks. As all of you know, It's holidays is a big time year. It takes you for a loop sometimes, but... Yeah, we're really excited about today's episode. This is why you're going to want to stick around because you're going to be learning some amazing value. We're going to be talking about how you can get free local PR, which means getting in magazines, getting newspapers, getting your name out there, getting more visibility. And we're going to be talking about a little bit more detail of our spring cleaning and our process and what we do for the spring cleaning. So that's pretty much what we're going to talk about in this episode. And people might be going like, what are you doing talking about spring cleaning right now in January? Well, let's tell them, Brandon. Why should we even talk about this now?
1: Spring cleaning is our busiest time of year by far. And for you to really make a concerted effort around it, now is the time to start planning. So stuff on our end, we're at a very southern latitude in the U.S. We're going to start spring cleaning rush early February. It'll probably go until mid-April. If you're a little bit further north, you got some time, but you want to be able to plan out a strategy. And now is the time to start doing that.
0: That's right. So... We've got some cool quotes here for you guys to get you in the mindset. But the first one is, these are all about planning, of course, because we're talking about planning for the spring rush. The first one is, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening my axe. We don't know who said that, but it's a good quote. And I really enjoyed that one. And I like the idea of sharpening your axe. A lot of times people just think they're going to hack down a tree after a few hits, but it's really more about making sure your axe is sharp. And a lot of times when we talk about business and mindset stuff, that's why you want to double down on knowledge. That's why you want to invest in yourself and you want to sharpen that axe so that you can cut through the challenges and you better at doing business and, and winning the game. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Let's share another quote with them, Brandon.
1: Plan for what is difficult while it is easy. Do what is great while it is small. It's from Sun Tzu. That is the art of war, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, I want to read that one more time. Plan for what is difficult while it is easy and do what is great while it is small.
1: We do a lot of planning at San Diego Green Clean in the winter months because things do tend to slow down a little bit. This year, we've actually had a lot of good success with ads, so we're a little bit busier than normal, but it's a good time to reevaluate what's going to happen soon. So I really like that quote, actually. So instead of you've got your normal day-to-day routine of running a business, that's always there. So instead of trying to wait for something to happen to you and you have to react to it, this is a way to be proactive about it when you actually can be intentional
0: yeah like don't wait till the last minute which is easy to procrastinate but it's like do it now like take action now plan it now before it's actually upon us right and then the last one is one my wrestling coach at la cueva high school in albuquerque new mexico used to always say proper planning prevents piss poor performance the five p's you know when we were training in the wrestling room and we were sweating and and grinding through it he was always like man you guys got to get ready you got to plan in and be practicing and getting ready for the match and If you're not doing that on a consistent basis, piss poor performance. Let's not have any piss poor performance with our businesses, guys. Let's be planned and ready to take on the game. Just some quotes to open up the show. I thought we were inspiring for you guys. So let's share the story, Brandon, of how recently we were approached by a pretty cool magazine in New Mexico. I'd say they have a nice customer base that fits our cleaning business just nicely.
1: Yeah. So this was out of the blue for us. I mean, this is the nice thing that happens when you market influencer in your industry. So we got hit up by Sucasa Magazine. I had actually never heard of it, but our sales guy, Matt, had said that he'd heard of it and it's a really nice magazine. So it's like Dwell of the Southwest. Dwell is an architecture design magazine about modern houses. And it's like that for the southwest of the United States. Like I think it's Albuquerque and Santa Fe primarily, but they got a pretty wide distribution. So we got hit by a reporter asking us to make some comments on spring cleaning and we'll share the specific questions and answers we had with that reporter. But the reason that we were approached is if you picture this reporter, they got assigned this deadline, write this story about spring cleaning. They probably went to Google Albuquerque spring cleaning, I'm guessing is probably what it typed in and we were up there in the results. And so at that, if you're doing your due diligence as a reporter, you see that we have a bunch of consistent and frequent five-star reviews. We've been in other pieces of press, and then that is a safe bet for that reporter to reach out to us and have us comment on it because we carry authority. We're the brand authority for house cleaning in Albuquerque.
0: Yeah, that's huge. What you said right there at the end is becoming an authority, and that's so you can dominate your market. So What you just said was like walking through the customer experience, really like when someone's coming to look for house cleaning, do you stand out as the authority? And when these magazines and reporters were looking for, well, who's going to be the authority in the cleaning niche? That's exactly what they did. They went to Google, they looked for us. And this is what we teach in the 10X marketing and sales course, guys. We teach you guys this stuff. And we also have other past podcasts, but this is why it's so important to be using different channels to get leads, to put yourself on lots of places so that when people say, look at a Google search, they'll see you in the maps, they'll see your ad, they'll see your website, maybe you on another website and another one before all these other authority websites, even just having a profile on these websites helps you to show up and just become an authority. Because what happens after somebody clicks on five or 10 things on the front page of Google, and they see your brand on every single one of them, they're automatically subconsciously thinking, well, this must be the authority. These are the go to guys. So I'm going to just give them a call. And so obviously this didn't happen right away. We were not the authority four years ago when we started the business. Nobody knew who we were. So this did take some time. But this is the importance of it, guys. When you start building that branding, that recognition, that visibility online, especially, you're going to get people coming to you and you're going to showcase it automatically just by putting in that hard work and that organic effect will take over. But in the beginning, we didn't have this, right, Brandon? We didn't even have any of this. But we still got featured in magazines and and that's actually really cool too. So we're going to share that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the idea is if you become the authority, like this gets easier, they're going to reach out to you. They know that you're the one to talk to. They want to talk to the best person, the brand recognition. It it does bodes well for them to do that. But in the beginning, we had reached out to the local magazine, which was Albuquerque, the magazine, and just told them our story. Brandon can probably speak on that a little bit more than I can because you were the one that actually reached out. And they replied and they're like, yeah, we think you'd be really good in this section. It's called tapas. And it's like little bits and pieces of info that they have to put in. And so before we get to what we put in there, I want you to picture it from the mind of a reporter. So put yourself in the mind of the reporter. You work for this magazine. Your editor just gave you a deadline, like, hey, by next week, I need you to have five ideas for like local businesses or something like that. And so the reporter's going to rack their own brain. What you're doing by reaching out and saying almost every magazine, every news story has like a tip desk. Sometimes that's local crazy people just emailing about whatever bothers them. But sometimes you'll write in and be like, hey, I'm starting a new company. We're unique because we have this mission where we do these community outreach things, like whatever. Whoever gets to sign that email that comes in, that's going to solve a problem for them right away. So like, oh, this is great. I had a deadline where I had to get five local businesses to talk about. This is one that just made my job super easier. So you need to be intentional with what you put in those emails when you reach out to them you're solving a problem for them. So in your mind, they're already got a positive opinion of you because you are trying to help them out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like what you said was spot on, man. Whether it's a newspaper, it's a magazine, even like a podcast for that matter, that's what they're doing is generating content constantly. And they have to create valuable content for their users and their readers and their listeners. So if you can just step in and solve the problem for them, and say, hey, look, we've got a great story for you. Here it is. Make their day easier. Make their job easier. That's automatically going to have a big win, and it's going to be mutual benefit to everyone uh, adding value because now they don't have to go searching for the best story. You just brought it to them on a silver platter, basically, right? But yeah, that's all we did in the beginning, guys. I talk about this in the 10X marketing course, and we we share some PR stuff with you guys. But basically, since we're talking about it today, we'll just share This is such a cool idea. Literally, all you have to do is be a little bit more outgoing. Go to some of your local magazine websites. Just email the people. Literally, it's that easy. Go find the department that you would email, the press person, the editor people, whoever it is, and just get in contact with whoever you can find at first, and then they might have to direct you to the right person. But normally, it's on their website. And one thing I want to point out that's really cool about these magazines and these local publications and PR places that you can get placements is Right on their website, you can download like a PR, like a press package is normally what they're called, or a media kit. And it'll tell you right in that media kit, all the demographics, all the magazine demographics. So you can really figure out, well, is this a perfect fit for my customer base or not? And they'll tell you, uh, we have this many thousands of users, this many male, this female, this is the income, this is what they like to do, this is their interests and hobbies, so Albuquerque, the magazine for us was a really good fit. If you look at their demographic info on their website, it's younger families, people that have more disposable income. It fits our category of our audience really, really well. So that's why we've partnered with them like since the beginning, trying to get the best of the city and running for that. But just that very first piece that we ran, it was literally just an email that I sent out. And I was like, hey, we're brand new in the market we've got this really cool story and I shared that and I said, but we're doing this good thing in the community. We're doing cancer cleans and doing this give back. And that was so compelling to them that they wanted to share that in their magazine. And that was just me approaching them. They would have never found us. But again, guys, it's just getting out outside your comfort zone a little bit, send an email. I mean, it's amazing how much an email or a phone call can do sometimes, but it really will help guys. If you don't have that recognition and that branding yet, just create something that's a compelling story that will add value to that publication and that's going to solve it right there and they're going to want to publish that.
1: Agreed. I mean, that's the exact way to do it. You're just helping them out. So don't try and picture it from a I'm bothering these guys standpoint. You need to go into writing the email with the mindset that like, hey man, I'm going to help you out today. Let me give you some information that's going to go really well for your readers. I look forward to scheduling an interview with you.
0: Absolutely. Hey guys. So, how can Profit Cleaners help you? Three ways. First off, head over to the podcast or if you're on YouTube, we've got loads of free content. We're republishing the podcast here as well. Check out the podcast. It's a great place to start. Yep. Next, you can grab our 10X marketing course
1: to help you bring your business up to seven figures, get a bunch of customers. You can check that out at profitcleaners.com/courses. And then lastly, if you just head to the website in general, ProfitCleaners.com, there's lots of free tools on there. All the podcast episodes are on there. And then there's also a free masterclass that we run every week that you can still register for.
0: Yeah, check out the show notes and all sorts of resources. So hopefully that helps you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Yep. Take care. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. And another way to think of it, guys, is we haven't talked about this a whole lot. I'm planning on doing like maybe a podcast in the future about this, but finding like perfect customer avatar, your perfect customer audience. Just think about where does your customer hang out? Like, where do they spend time? Whether it's an online website or a magazine or whatever it is, think about who those perfect customers are for your business and then just think where do they tend to to hang out and read stories and what magazines would they read, what coffee shops would they hang out at, like those kind of things. And then you just want to find those intersections and put your content right in front of those people. So for us, it's Albuquerque the magazine. It's people with enough money to afford housekeeping. They're young families. They're usually busy and they, they need this kind of service. Well, perfect. Put your story in front of them or find a magazine like that that fits your market, that fits your business, and just create a a good, compelling story. So we're going to share our spring cleaning story with you guys here in a sec. But, I mean, that's as simple as it is, guys. Just take some action. Find some publications that you can share a story with. Create a good story. This time of year would be a perfect time because they're actually obviously searching for spring cleaning stories already. So that's why we're sharing this with you guys earlier in the year because if you get on it now, there's a good chance you'll be ahead of the game. You'll have enough time for them to get you a good spring cleaning submission published, right?
1: Yeah. The reporter didn't tell us which issue this was going to be for, but given the timeline, I would say at earliest, it's going to be next month, but it may also be in March. Now is a perfect time to do it. So when you're looking at these places, if you're in a big city, you have lots of options, and you need to really dig into which ones are going to have the best demographics. If you're in a smaller city... Just make a list, man. Albuquerque is half a million people. We have one local newspaper that's still in print. There's like a weekly free paper. It's called The Paper. So that's an option. You just need to make a list. Here's the local TV station. Which one do you think is going to work better for you?
0: There you go. Yeah, exactly. So that'll be, a yeah, we'll give you guys another call to action at the end, but I say right now, whether it's a compelling story about your business, like we said in the very beginning, we were just telling about our give back and how we did free cancer cleans in the community. They loved that. But now would be also a really great time to share some type of a spring cleaning story so that they have content for the spring. So what we want to do is share with you guys the actual magazine article that we are submitting to the Sukasa magazine. And I think what we'll do is Brandon just go through like each question and how we answered it and provide a template. If you guys want to repurpose some of this, feel free to get ideas. Don't copy us verbatim, but take this and use it as inspiration to create your own spring cleaning. And this is also cool because it's going to outline some of the stuff we do and don't do for spring cleaning. So you guys have an idea of that too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I keep in mind while reading this to you, like this was the reporter's questions. This was a cold call from them. So this is what they wanted to know. When you're reaching out to them the opposite way you can put whatever you want in there. So if it's spring cleaning, put in a tip. This week's tip for cleaning brought to you by so-and-so local company says that this is the best way to organize something, whatever it is. You can provide a little bit of value for the readers too, but yeah, let's just go through it. So the first question was, what do you see clients wanting in a spring cleaning service? Does it vary or is it spring cleaning considered a deep cleaning of a room or two? Do you organize the garage, the kid's room, deep cleaning of appliances?
0: initially we just wrote up some shorter answer and we had this polished up a little bit by my wife, our copywriter, Julie. So thank you, Julie. But yeah, these answers are really good guys. So the answer to that one is when customers come to us wanting a spring cleaning, they're mostly wanting to feel like their house has been refreshed. If their home hasn't been professionally cleaned in a while, or if their home has seen a lot of fun over the holidays, we recommend our deep cleaning service, which includes a detailed dusting, as well as cleaning inside of the microwave and oven. Although clients do ask for organization, we don't actually offer that as a service. However, knowing your home is going to be professionally cleaned is a great reason to get organization done. Also, because we're working on the cleaning part of the spring cleaning, it means our customers have more time to do those organization projects. So we don't do organization, but as you can see, guys, we how we spun that the other way, making it a benefit for them. So the reason we don't do organization is because we practice what we preach. We know the riches are in the niches. You don't want to be doing landscaping and window cleaning and car washing and commercial and residential. Like you want to do one thing and you want to do it really, really well. So when people do ask us to do dishes and organization and all this other stuff, we say, no, we don't do that. And this is what we do really well. But kind of the way to spin that, I think it was really good. It gives them more time to get organized and do it themselves.
1: So the next one was, on average, how detailed does a spring cleaning get? Do you clean mattresses fridges, door mats, washing machines? And so the answer we gave him was, in addition to the standard sweeping, dusting, and mopping, we clean ceiling fans, blinds, and high dusting of all the ceilings. We also vacuum rugs and furniture, including under the couch cushions. You wouldn't believe what's hiding in there after a long winter. Beds are made with fresh linens, and all the trash in the trash cans is taken out. And lastly, the outside of the front door is dusted and the porch is swept off. The perfect way to say hello to a new season. So I wrote most of that question when I put it out there to you guys and Julie really put some nice polish in there, which is great. So this is the difference between a biology major (laughs) writing an answer to an interview question and a professional copywriter. But yeah, I mean, like there's little bits and pieces in there, which are nice, which is to the reason that you want spring cleaning is it's the perfect way to say hello to a new season. Like, I love that response.
0: As you guys can see, we're doing above and beyond what most people already do, like we do. lot of details already but it is like a reset from a lot of people because they literally are coming out of hibernation for whatever reason we always say like this time of year it does slow down a bit but then spring it just gets booming and people are like ready for people to come on their house again and it's awesome it's a great way to say hello to a new season i like that the next one is what's the average client's response after a spring cleaning hugs big tips thank you letters and we said We love giving our customers spring cleanings because they realize how awesome it is having the service all year long. In fact, most customers who sign up for a spring cleaning actually become recurring customers and have their homes cleaned by our teams every two weeks. And definitely our amazing teams get tips from our grateful customers. Just wanted to put in there that we are doing a little bit of pre-framing there. Like, you know, you're kind of like getting them like, oh, so once I get, then I'm going to become a recurring customer. Kind of like getting them in the mindset of thinking that way.
1: This is an education for you guys as business owners that look, they ask you a question, what is the average client's response to spring cleaning? Your first you need to edit these responses. So like your first response is gonna be, I don't know, like a receipt, they get a receipt. That's like a very literal answer, but you can treat this as an opportunity to reach out to their readers through this question. So you're selling through this medium. So yes, they love that we cleaned them, but the biggest reaction we get from any customer is that they sign up for service every two weeks because that's just how much they loved it. Whoever read that is now going to be saying to themselves, wow, these guys get a one-time service and then I'll sign up for two-week cleanings. Like, that's amazing. I should give them a call. This isn't an ad. We didn't pay for this, but we can treat it as a way to speak to our potential customers through this medium. So, this was a really good way to do that with this particular answer.
0: Yeah. And while you're saying that, that just brought up something. Whenever you're selling something, guys, it always is so much more powerful when it comes from a third party. That's why testimonials and social proof of other people talking about your business is so much more powerful than you, as the cleaning business owner, saying, Hey, you should buy my services. It's way more powerful if a magazine or a third party or a news station or somebody else like a customer that use your services says you got to use this company they're awesome that's just way more credible like people just believe it more and they and it's more compelling right so the last part of this is what if any reason do folks give as to why they are spring cleaning and our answer was uh, spring cleaning has honestly become a tradition in many homes across the country Just like you honor any tradition, most people just don't feel like it's spring until their home feels fresh and clean again. It's like bringing your home out of a winter hibernation.
1: Yep, that's exactly how it is, I think. So for a lot of people, you just hunker down, man. I have a friend that was talking to us about this beginning. He's like, they just turtle, tuck your head in your shell when it's cold and then come back out when it gets warm. And your house is probably a mess if you're not having regular cleaning service. For instance, right now, you know, I'm getting over... An illness here, and I have canceled cleaning two weeks in a row at our house, and so our house is looking gnarly right now. So it's actually a good analog for spring cleaning around here because I got stuff piled up over here. And the nice thing is when you, when you book a cleaning like that, you're trying to get the most bang for your buck, so you're going to go around and pre-clean it. You're going to pick stuff up and throw things away to make it easier for the cleaners. And part of that's prepped in our sales process, but. That's the customer just getting excited. Like, I know I got cleaning tomorrow, so this gives me an excuse to go through and declutter and Marie Kondo it. And I'll be super excited when stuff is here tomorrow. So yeah, spring cleaning.
0: Yeah, and guys, that's also brings up another good point too, is when people ask you to do stuff, like, hey, can you organize my home? And you're like, well, I don't do that. But like, that's a perfect opportunity for you to say, hey, we don't do that. But this guy over here is the best at it in town. And what we can do is hook you up. Actually, I'm going to call this, his name's Jim or or Nancy. I'm going to call it right now. And I'm going to hook you up with Nancy. Hey, Nancy, we got so-and-so, they need you. And you build this camaraderie and this rapport with, say, even what might be a potential competitor, but they do organization and you don't. I mean, just that customer experience you just created, that customer is going to be so loyal to you now because you went out of your way to solve a problem for them. And now they'll probably very likely come back and use your cleaning services, even if they went to someone else for something else that you don't do. I mean, that's just a great opportunity. So in this case, a lot of people are going to ask us, hey, can you organize my home first? We're going to be like, no, but people just in place for that. We can refer business and they do the same for us. And we refer business to lots of different people and build that goodwill.
1: What you're talking about here was a sales tactic that was mentioned to me a long time ago when I was doing medical device sales was that if you get asked a question and you don't know the answer to it, you need to reply with, you know, I'll get back to you on that. So that was always the answer from a technical sales standpoint was let me find that out for you and get back to you. And then you really like dig in and like do the work. So this was typically like science stuff on my end. was trying to answer a specific scientific question that I didn't have off the top of my head. But in the cleaning situation, what Brandon's talking about here is that, like, do you do organization? No. But let me tell you how I can help. I can still solve that problem. We recommend going with so-and-so. They're the best in town. Let's say they didn't even want your cleaning services in the end. They really only want to do organization. Well, they go to the organization. It is the best person. We didn't just pick someone randomly off of the internet. We vetted that person. We had interviews with our organization person before we started referring people to them. And so we refer them to them. That customer is blown away that we treated them. We got them the absolute perfect solution to their problem that now they're going to come back and have a really happy reflection upon the interaction we have with them. And then maybe that spurs them on to use us as well. Because if the organization guy that we don't even employ was that good, what
0: are we like? Exactly. It really comes down to how you're making people feel. Just every interaction with every customer. If people are blown away by the fact that you're like, no, we don't do that, but let me go out of my way, solve that problem for you and put you in touch with the best people in town and Just imagine the experience they have and the story that they tell to other people. And then lo and behold, when they do need house cleaning, they're going to come back to you because they're like, these guys gave me such a great, they helped me so much. They solved my problem. Even when they couldn't do it, they solved my problem. So I'm definitely going to work with them for the home cleaning. There's that side of it. I guess in general, do people, Brandon, want us to do a lot more detailed stuff in the spring cleanings? They think it's like a more detailed cleaning.
1: I mean, sometimes you get customers that they're expecting spring cleaning to be like, what their mom did when they were a child, we are going to pull everything out of closets and sort through all this stuff and like do this big family purge and have a garage sale at the end. Some people are interpreting it that way. And you can still capture that customer. That's what we said before. So instead of saying, oh, yeah, we'll do all that for you. Like, well, of course we'll do that for you. That's trying to grasp it too much. You say, nope, we don't do those things. But we are so good at the detailed cleaning work that will give you more time and more peace of mind to handle all that organization yourself. So things are going to be where you want it to be instead of where we want it to be. And then we'll make sure it's all clean and shiny and disinfected at the end.
0: So anyways, guys, I think that was a good overview of the article that's going to be published here in the next month or two. Perfect timing for spring cleaning. But you guys have homework. Yeah, you guys have homework. So let's give them a little bit of action taken to do here. All right.
1: So your mission, should you choose to accept it? You need to contact five local media outlets and tell them your story. So these could be magazines, newspapers, your local news that runs at 5.30 and on Sunday mornings. It could also be radio. In our radio, there's lots of local radio shows that would love to talk to you. We've been on the radio a couple times in that same regard. So do a little bit of research in your market. If it's small, that's easy. You're going to have very few to reach out to. If it's bigger, find the ones that are going to fit with you that you know jive with your situation. So That's your homework. Reach out to five outlets, submit an unsolicited story of this is my brand and this is why we're awesome. And we look forward to speaking with you in a more formal setting, whatever it may be, and then see what that gets you. Maybe you get an all
0: five. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a compelling story that you do already, share that. If you want to spin off something like we did with the spring cleaning, if it's a timely part of the year like that, do something like that. Also guys, some of the benefit of doing this is it might not be good morning, America, or some huge magazine placement or something. But every little one matters. And you can actually, once you've been on a radio show or a magazine locally, you can take their logo and put it on your website and be like, as seen on. And that's building your social proof. You know, Another testimonial, basically, that when people see, they may not recognize your brand. But when they see the magazine or the news station locally, they recognize that brand and they see that you were featured on that brand that they trust. Well, now they're going to trust you way more. And it's just that slow build of building your rapport, that reputation, that branding that you have, it doesn't happen right away. But the more placements you get, the more you keep doing this, eventually you're going to be this powerhouse that everyone in your city, you're visible, you they know who you are, they've seen your thing one way or another. And that's what builds a really strong.
1: I got a bonus tip for you guys too. When you are successful and you get into these local places, whenever that story goes live or that magazine issue goes live go out and get a screenshot of the link wherever it went on, the newspaper story, the TV story, and then publish a blog to your website that has that screenshot. Because what happens is you could try and link to that story, and that link will work for two weeks, three weeks. And then they change to the new issue, and then suddenly the link dies, or it goes to an archive behind a paywall. So you want to be able to always show them that you were there. So I always like to tell people to get the screenshot so you have proof that like yeah we were totally on the news that one time even though i can't link it to you because like we were on the news a couple times and we tried to share that story a few months later and it didn't exist the link that they had sent us in the beginning no longer worked because it was old so that they changed the links and it goes into some archive but you want proof that you were there
0: yeah and another big bonus for doing this at all guys even if the link goes into the background somewhere and you can't see it publicly anymore. Typically, it's still there. And either way, you're getting what's called a backlink in SEO, search engine optimization world. And whenever you get a backlink, like someone else, like a big authority website, like a news site or a magazine locally, first of all, that's an authority link. It's pointing back to your website. And when Google and the search engines see this, they see a local authority website, like a news website, pushing content back to you or pointing back to your website. That just tells, it's like a very powerful signal for Google to say, hey, these guys are a big deal. And you do that enough times and Google will push up your website and your rankings. And again, guys, it's just part of the game, like even more organic growth that you're going to see and more visibility, like a free boost in the background, but it's very, very powerful. And these are the things that will collectively help you guys win. If you're just hacking away at it, little by little doing these things, they're going to be tremendous success on the back end of of that, I think.
1: So there you go, guys. Like the show, subscribe, share the show. It was kind of a long one for us, but there's a bunch of cool nuggets in there.
0: Yeah, we kind of just ran over on this one. Send us the links to your stories when they start happening. Inevitably,
1: it's going to happen. And then send us the links to those, put them in Facebook, and we'll we'll see them on the group.
0: That's right, guys. So hopefully this helped you guys out. Hopefully it gave you some ideas so you guys can get out there, become more visible, become more of a dominant authority in your market. So hopefully, yeah, change your perspective, gave you guys some ideas, inspired you. If you are getting value out of the show, please share it. Please leave us a review. Please help grow the movement. because. Brandon and I are just doing this alongside you guys, growing our cleaning business. Pay it forward, help us out. Until next time, guys. Keep it, clean. keep it clean.
1: Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to profitcleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.